are now tuned in to the School of Higher Thought podcast, where we explore the realm of personal development. We aim to upgrade your life through lessons learned from personal experience. Episodes are released every Sunday. For more updates and other apparent content, please follow our other social medias in the description below. I hope you've got your notepads ready. Classes in session. A leader must be attentive to details, but not obsessed with them. They must be strong, but have endurance. A leader must be humble, but not passive. They must be close to subordinates, but not too close. A leader must exercise extreme ownership, but employ decentralized command. They must have nothing to prove, but everything to prove. Joko Willink. Today's episode is going to focus on that key point right there. That this key word that he says, Joko Willink from this quote. Extreme ownership. Now, ownership is the act of state of possessing something and this isn't only your material items this is also your life your strengths and your weaknesses you know your all of your problems that happen inside of your life and people have the tendency to let their responsibilities and problems own them but the problem with this is that it's not really a solution-based mindset a lot of the time it's more the woe is me and there's nothing good that really comes out of that you know you end up inside of this thought loop where you believe that you are bound by your circumstances and you can't get out of it, but that's completely wrong. That's a fixed mindset. You know, you want to transform your mind from a fixed mindset into a growth mindset. And, you know, the trick there is to take ownership of the issues that you are currently having. Process them in ways you can handle and then improve the things that you can improve upon because everything is cause and effect. There's a cause behind this programming and that leads to an undesirable effect. And it happens repeatedly because, as I said, it's a thought loop. You know, uh, there was a few episodes ago where I mentioned this. I was talking about how your thoughts influence your emotions and then your emotions influence your actions. And then that then influences your results and then that influences your thoughts. And then it goes all in the full circle so if you fail to grow aware to this you will constantly bring yourself back into this constant cycle and you will never change your results so what do you have to do you have to jump in the driver's seat and change the destination in the sat nav it's that simple and this kind of points back to an episode that i previously created called live life in the driver's seat this episode has a visualization exercise you guys should definitely listen to this episode if you have not yet if you're somebody who's in a position where you're going through something you're not where you are yet you're not who you are yet but you are lacking that direction that is the episode you need to listen to live life in a driver's seat this one will change everything for you but for now you're here with me right now stick to the end of this episode so it drives me back to that episode and you know once you sit down and really visualize and understand where you are and compare that to where you can go you kind of understand the steps that you need to take in between 
And if you don't, if you aren't even acknowledging the fact that not only can you change your current reality, but there is something that's going on in your life or in your day-to-day habits that is just simply not working. It's taking you away from your goals. And if you were to find out what this thing is, you can then change that thing. You can then, because let's be real, the things that happen, the things that we choose to do, right, it's all a choice, whether it's conscious or subconscious. Your brain is making the decision for you or you are consciously making that decision. Now, it's always better if you consciously make the decision, right? Because it's, it's going to be what you choose to do. But let's be real. Most of the time, it's happening from your subconscious mind. Most of the things that you do are purely habitual. So you have to assess yourself. You have to see what are the daily habits that you're making. If your goal is to lose weight for example are you even consistently going towards that plan you know that's something that i deal with a lot you know i've been trying to lose weight for a while but then i stood back and i was like what i'm doing right now is not working and the reason being it wasn't the problem wasn't the workout plan the problem wasn't the diet plan the problem was my inconsistency in following such in showing up and i noticed that and i was like okay cool now i'm gonna show up now I've been showing up and already I've lost three kilograms since in the past month and you know that goes to show you know once you change your method once you change your approach or when you clean up your approach you will improve you know it's just a byproduct and that comes from owning your mistakes owning your problems owning your responsibility because a lot of you seem to be walking around like every single problem that you have is somebody else's fault but the problem with that is that you fail to acknowledge the fact that it's actually your fault you know it's like how can this person's actions affect your life so much that your results literally rely on this person's actions that's completely false that's a false paradigm because let's be real you are the person who has the power to even allow that person to influence you but you constantly rely on that person and even if they're doing it incorrectly you're not let's say for example you're not telling that person what they could do better you're not communicating with that person what you think that they could do better or or even if there's even something going on in their life maybe there's something going on in their personal life and it's affecting their ability to work at optimum speed or optimum pace or whatever it is you know sometimes somebody sometimes you might send someone to the shop and they come back with different ingredients that you ask them for maybe you didn't tell them specifically which one you wanted maybe you gave them too vague of a too vague of a of a, of a request you know or you never told them oh if there's no if there's if they don't have it ring me i'll tell you what to get instead you know but they never you, you never gave that option to them so instead, what they did was they couldn't find your one, so they just went on on their own and found themselves an alternative that they thought would be would be good enough, and maybe it wasn't good enough. You know, there's so so many different ways to go about it, but it all starts from ownership, right? It's like an English poet W. C. Henley wrote, "I am the master of my fate, I am the captain of my soul." What does this mean? I mean, it's down to interpretation. It's a po- it's, it's part of a poem. But the way I interpret it is that 
if you are the master of your fate and the captain of your soul, to me that means you are the one who is in control of what happens to you. You're the one who's steering a ship into the direction that 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 the, that the ship goes, that your soul goes. You are the person who masters your fate. You are the person who crafts it. You are the person who sows what you reap. That's how I personally interpret it. If you have a different interpretation, feel free to message me. Because <laughs> I'm always open to hearing people's perspectives on things like this. But, you know, we walk on a land filled with resources that we need. We have diamonds, we have gold. But we have the cheek to complain about God not helping us when the whole time he's been throwing them shovels down to help you get the work done so you can, you know, really get stuff done as fast as possible. But the problem is, no one wants to take on the burden of responsibility. You have to own your responsibility. You have to make a plan and take action. If it fails, great. Now you know what doesn't work. Now you can observe what could have been done better and then move on to the next approach and then try again. Rinse and repeat. Now, let's take for example, in this day and age, there is no day and age where they have experienced what we are experiencing right now. There's been many times before where they were able to say the same thing. Well, we have access to the things that a lot of, a lot of the things that they had, if not improved versions. And we have stuff like the internet, which has changed the whole game forever. You're not making enough income from your job? Cool. You can start an e-commerce business. And the thing is, is when you start an e-commerce business, you don't have to pay for brick and mortar. You can literally buy a domain for £12. <laughs> £12, that's all it might cost you. Whereas before, if to even open up a store, you would have to pay, if you're, if you're going to buy the store, you might have to put down a, a 10k just up front, minimum. For some people, of course, it's, it depends on the property, but you get the gist. You know, and that's not even including the amount that it might take to hire staff and um, licenses, insurance, and uh, even traveling to that store now. And then it's, it's, it's long. But unfortunately, a lot of you are, are taking this opportunity for granted. We're in a day and age where you can be on your phone. And make more money than somebody who is working in a coal mine or somebody who's even working as a teacher somebody who's working as a doctor someone who's saving lives you can make more money than people who are actually doing things that society really needs you know that's crazy to me but you can't take that for granted there's no chance and you know we're in a situation now where we we have the you have the recession now i've been warning you guys for years now prepare because if you don't prepare you will feel right now you guys are feeling you've got rising energy rates you've got rising inflation the price of your food is 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 more than you've ever seen before you can't even afford to pay your full petrol tank now <laughs> What next? Watch when the house, housing market crashes now. <laughs> you know, all those people who bought property at the higher prices, watch when the property market crashes. You know, this is only the beginning. You guys think this is it? You think this is as far as it goes? Just wait till winter comes. 
when people can't afford to pay their heating now. Now people are dying. You have to think about these things. You know, if you're somebody who's even, let's say if you're living at home or, you, or you're making enough money right now to be able to afford heating, that in itself is something to be grateful for. But if you are worried about the fact that there's a possibility that you might not be able to afford it when it comes to winter time, you must take ownership of your problem. Because if you con- if you constantly just sh- sh- blame shift and say, ah, oh, it's the government's fault, it's this and that's fault, it's your fault. You can't control what they're doing, but you can control what you're doing. And, you know, if, 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 if when food shortages come, what are you going to do? I've been telling you, start gardening, start growing your own food. Right now, I've got avocado tree growing. It's about two years old. It's going to take, take a while for it to fruit. So I'm going to start diversifying. I want to start getting tomatoes, strawberries, also, but some of them things that only come around summertime. So I want to start getting stuff that, that comes before then. So um, I will be diversifying that soon. But that's a different topic for another day. But you see what I'm talking about, right? Ownership is key because that's about all about self-awareness if you don't have the self-awareness how are you going to grow a business when your team's slacking how are you going to become aware of the fact that it's actually your fault why your team is not doing what it should be you know if you are a true leader your team will flourish but if you're a poor excuse for a leader your team will just be a reflection of that now The greatest inventors, innovators, and revolutionaries didn't shift the world by quitting when their test failed. So you see when you're observing what you could have improved upon and then you try to move from approach to approach to approach, you have to live life like you're a scientist. Like you're a madman who's who's trying to find the cure to cancer or something and you're not giving up on this fixed goal. This is your goal right here. You're holding it in your mind. You're not giving up on that. Just because you failed, just because you're experiencing a problem, don't give up on it. All you have to do is, maybe you might have to give up on your strategy. That's fine. Just find a new strategy. Because there are plenty more out there that you can that you can uh, apply to. There's many different formulas that work. But the key is to keep on going, keep on trying and keep on altering the strategy and formula until you get it correct, until you find the one that works. And once you do, then you know, your ownership has has been successful. So what do the greatest inventors and innovators do? They observe and try again until their vision is realized to the fullest. You should be doing the same. <laughs>